met this six-year-old child in this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee, and for tonight we are joined by yet another one of our extraordinary listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Vinny, aka Cult of Ghoul. Um, now then, Vinny, you okay, mate? Yeah. Hey, 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 General. <laughs> uh, mate, thank you very much for joining us. I mean... Oh, so thank you, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. Hey, mate, be so. Um, I, I love it when our listeners join us. Um, you know, without you, we won't have subconscious realms. You know, yeah. you, you provide the fuel for passion. Mate. And I mean, from the conversation we've had on, on Twitter, yeah. um, to say I was intrigued uh, would be an understatement, mate. Um, yeah. Well, with this particular topic, it's something I guess we all have or have had experience with at some point in our lives. Uh, and that oh, is yeah. being when we venture in, uh, you know, the nightmare dream realm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that stuff can be terrifying. And oh. it manifests in a, a lot of different ways for some people. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since um, I've had anything like intense as like as a as in a bad dream. But um, like, when I was younger, I used to get quite a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's when it really started for me too. Yeah, what what did you? Uh, so, what was you when uh, when you started getting nightmares, mate? Well, um, believe it or not, I'm. I'm pretty positive I was in kindergarten, actually. Oh, and, shit, man. That's young. <laughs> yeah. And um, I come from um, Catholic and Christian families. So I was raised Catholic, basically. And um, an interesting thing is, I don't know. I, I have a really good memory. I don't remember everything, but I remember a lot of these moments when I was really young. And I remember visiting my grandma's house and they were praying the rosary and they had like um, some like Catholic TV channel on. And they're basically, yeah, like um, you can watch masses on TV and stuff. And then they, I think they probably have documentaries and uh, yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But um, they were basically, you know, just telling me about God. 
and all this stuff. And as sober as could be as this uh, young child, I said, well, I don't believe in that. And I genuinely didn't. Something about it just didn't quite uh, sit right with me. Can you imagine, mate? Yeah. And um, now we'll speed forward to, or uh, go to kindergarten. And I don't know if I really had a, con- uh, a conception of hell at this point. Maybe I'd heard a little bit about it, but um, yeah. this first nightmare I had um, was at my uh, childhood home. It was in the basement. Um, we weren't the first people to live there. Someone else, some um, wealthier people had built it. And um, in the laundry room, it had a checkered floor. So black and white. Black and white checkered floor. Yeah. Interesting, mate. Very interesting. And it was just the laundry room. I mean, maybe it was, you know, the whole basement at one point, but who knows? But um, anyways, so I had this dream where I was um, in the laundry room late at night, and all of a sudden I see a red devil. Like, uh, it literally looked like... um, uh, what's his name? Tim Curry in Legend. And I'd never seen that movie oh. until much later. Yeah. Hey, mate, that's going back some years, Legend. Decent yeah. film of its time, that as well. Yeah. I don't know if I saw it all the way through, but it's definitely one I'm going to have to go back and rewatch, yeah. especially with this. I think I will now. I think yeah. I will now as well. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it, it, um, he had the yellow eyes and everything, and his head was just like surfing through the floor, like the floor was like a liquid. And yeah, weird. That's just weird. Uh. <laughs> and then he he reached, he grabbed me, and he he drug me down to hell, and I was. He was sitting on his throne laughing at me as I was covering my eyes, um, cowering and crying. That, I mean, you, you say kindergarten at that age, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. I, you must have been terrified. Yeah, I was. And... I had plenty more, but definitely yeah. was, was that like was that like the one that kicked everything off? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. And um, uh, I'll get into a similar one now, if you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this also took place in the basement, but um, there were stairs that led down to the basement, and then you had. Um, bathroom in the laundry room with the checkered floor to the right and then to the left you had basically like um a pretty nice man cave um my parents had kind of modeled the house to be sort of 50s and throwback and my dad was really into movies he wanted to be an actor he went to film school so the house was decked out with a lot of film stuff nice 
Nice. Yeah. I kind of went on a tangent there, but I just wanted to set. Yeah, no, mate. This is um, this is it's what makes it, isn't it? So. Yeah. So yeah, basically, um, I was at the foot of the stairs in the basement, and um, it was pitch black. The door was open, and then I see this tall girl with black hair and yellow eyes. And um, she was basically a vampire, and then she shut the door, and all I could see was her yellow eyes. And she said to me, she said, don't worry, I'm only going to bite you. And then she jumped down the stairs and bit me. And I swear, like, when you're having these dreams like these, it's like you feel it, you know? Like, I can still feel it right now. Do you, do you do you think? I mean, this is only like, like the second second like of your memory that you're telling us. But do you think yellow eyes has got any significance to it? Well, you have I more. Suppose, I mean, I suppose it could be some sort of boogeyman. I mean, I only know right. about that stuff from movies, but um, I guess I'd have to look into the folklore a little bit, but. That is kind of what I think, is what if it was the same thing, just presenting itself as something different to terrify me in my dreams, you know? Exactly. Exactly, mate, yeah. And I know um, I'm not a practicing magician or anything, but I am a lover of the cult, especially nowadays. And um, uh, I'm just trying to think where was I going with that. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, I feel like um, even though I had these um, scary experiences, I mean, nowadays, anyways, I'm not really scared of much. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that um, because of what you went through from being so young, do you think it sort of like numbed you in a way? Yeah. From before. Um, yeah. And... That um, was a constant theme in my life, whether not even just nightmares. Um, uh, I, I've been uh, hit by cars crossing the street. Um, yeah, my dad, my sister and I, we were um, coming back home from a trip and we our car happened to be driving right where a tornado passed through fucking totally wrecked the car but we are we are alive thankfully do you mate that's uh that's crazy that you know just especially with there's been quite a lot on the lately yeah tornadoes you know quite a lot of people have been unfortunately um killed due to it do you get yeah. them a lot where you live? People who get killed from that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, where, where you live, do you get tornadoes like often? Or was that just... Um, sometimes, but they're, they're usually... Um, 
I forget what the grading system is for them, but they're usually usually the less dangerous ones. Right. And the fact that this even that that even happened is just so crazy. And the fact that we were all okay, and the fact that um, you know we were just at the wrong place at the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right there, mate. I mean, do you think a minute earlier you could have been um, not here now? Yeah, I, I mean, I I could have been gone. Yeah. So but, yeah, you're very lucky, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I, with like the tornado thing and stuff. Um, I remember, and this was in fourth grade, so um, we brought the pictures into the classroom of the car, windows totally blasted out. It had that um, glass that shatters into smaller pieces, so oh, thankfully right. none of us got, you know, stabbed by a yeah. flying piece of glass or something. And um, there was actually a girl in the class that like still doubted it happened, even though all of my, uh, all the family that was involved could, you know, vouch for it being a real thing. And I mean, we even brought the picture in. Yeah. You'll always get them kind of people, mate. Yeah. And that's a, yeah. That seems to be a thing with um, people that are struggling, have been through a lot. Um, we live in a meat grinder of a world where um, they just want to, you know, chew those people up and just spit them, spit them right out, you know? Yeah, got a point there, mate. I mean, I'm not exactly pro-military, but I mean, look at all these, you know, veterans and stuff suffering. Yeah, they don't get the respect they deserve, and that is for yeah. sure. Because I think at the end of the day, um, they believed in an idea, you know, and whether that was true or not, the fact that they were able to take up something like that yeah. uh, with courage is respect, very respectable, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely different mindset out of it. Yeah. And um, respect is yeah. it's got a zero to some of them. Yeah. Especially with my generation. I'm a I'm a zoomer actually, so have, you, a, have you been in the military been? So No. Um right. two of my grandpas were though. Or both yes, my grandpas were, too. I could say. Yeah. I used to think like, like back then, like especially World War One, it was one of them where you're a bloke, you're old enough, you you know, and young enough to um, be in the army or military, and you're in it. It's mm -hmm. as simple as that. Right. Yeah. And I, who knows where we'll be with the current affairs of the world? You know, I mean, I don't think I would hope. That type of stuff doesn't work anymore, but never know. Yes, 
Yes. So, mate, after after your um, the vampire. Yeah. Did did things like ramp up and become more intense, or did it sort of um, level itself out? Um. Well, I'd I'd say there weren't too many um, until I got into uh, middle school. Right, but so it was like a spell, a spell where like um, you didn't get as many. Yeah. Right, okay. And they definitely, I mean, if I did get them, they weren't as memorable or whatever. Because those, I think those two just, you know, stand out so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds a bit, I can understand why. Hmm? I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, by the sounds of it, I can understand why they stood out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, oh, um... Go on, mate, I'll oh, let you go. Go on, sorry. No, sorry, what, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, you, you, with your uh, middle school. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... Um, so, for middle school... Um, by the time, uh, well, in sixth grade, I was really into gangster rap. All my friends played that, um, we'd be running around like a bunch of goofballs, but probably would have made for a funny, like kids movie, like a kid's comedy, you know, these suburban kids running around playing gangster rap, but, um, um, by the time I got to middle school, I kind of shifted, and um, at that point, I was very into horror movies and stuff, and I really started to get into, like, death metal, black metal, and I was scared of, like, the black metal, because I'm like, what's this uh, Satanism stuff, you know, these yeah. scary... European dudes who <laughs> um, look like a pissed off goth girl or something, you know. <laughs> and then um, eventually I became sort of obsessed with that and, you know, any anything sort of shocking, even if it was rock, it didn't it didn't really matter to me. So. At this point in my life, I was kind of a shy, I mean, I was very talkative, but um, I didn't exactly fit in the best. I I think I was maybe ADHD or something, but un undiagnosed because um, I was just one of those people who just um, could could not shut the fuck up and it rubbed people the wrong way. <laughs> I'd be like talking about um we'd have mass on Wednesday at school and I'd be talking about um you know the most like shocking disgusting sounding uh, metal band names <laughs> I guess that's just part of growing up mate yeah but yeah by the 
time I hit eighth grade, um, I started to uh, become an atheist. And I just, I was just really upset with um, circumstances of life. And I just, um, I just felt kind of deceived in ways. And it felt like they were just, um, you know, giving us a bunch of hot bullshit with their uh, takes on theology and stuff. Do you think it was religion? What, um, what made you think this? Um, I think it, I think it just might've been the way I responded to everything that had happened to me, um, in my life or whatever. Oh, I get you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, just so like, like, why me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I read the satanic Bible and all that stuff and I, didn't really plan to do any of the uh, rituals or anything because um, Antoine LaVey, um, he had all these um, sort of ethics about it and like, oh, you shouldn't do this if, um, you know, the people you're, you're living with are Christian, you should have respect for their uh, lair or some, something like that. So yeah, I know I was kind of uh, kind of hiding this stuff. I wanted I wanted an out. I started to you know tell all my friends about Satanism. Next, I was drawing like little pentagrams on my hand at school and stuff, just to freak everybody out. And then eventually, I decided I wanted to do. Um, a, a blasphemy ritual of sort or do something to just basically piss on this whole Catholicism thing out of spite. So what ended up happening is I, I stole a Eucharist from one of the masses and I drew a satanic symbol on it and put some blood on it and I posted it on Instagram. Yeah. And the Catholic Church, uh, they weren't too happy about that one. <laughs> um, okay, imagine, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the John Wick movies generally? Yeah. I've not seen the new one. I don't know. Is it even out yet? Uh, four? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like it should be on disc by now. I saw it in theaters, but the reason why I was bringing up in John Wick, or why I was bringing up John Wick is, uh, what what did they say to John Wick when he gets uh, kicked out of the hotel? And everything? Excommunicate, excommunicated. Like well, they said excommunicado. <clears throat> so I was excommunicado or excommunicated, as they would say. From the Catholic Church. Well, I, I didn't actually get excommunicated, but I, I almost did. And that's the, legendary, that me. Yeah. 
um, the priest who um, I, I he was he was genuinely nice about it, but the teachers were just like, "Why couldn't you? Why couldn't you like say anything if you know you didn't think this was true and blah blah blah?" But I just I just needed my moment or whatever. Definitely some attention-seeking behavior. Yeah. But um, this priest, he wrote a letter. He had to write a letter to the Vatican, actually. And um, they absolved me or whatever. And um, my freshman year there, I... Um, you know, things just weren't the same. I just, uh, I cut, I buried that part of me in a way and, uh, yeah, just nothing, nothing really felt the same. So I decided to switch to the public schools, which, um, it just seemed, it seemed kind of, uh, utopian for me at this point as a young misfit. But uh, that um, school in general just is always going to come with its own problems, I think. And that's why a lot of people really want to look into homeschooling nowadays. I mean, uh, the things that happen to some of these kids at school is just terrible, you know. Yes, I agree, mate. I think there's a lot goes on in schools that. You don't realise, and um, these these are the kind of things what affects, you know, how we are, how we behave. It affects everything. Yeah, uh, and it's a shame because I know kids kids get bullied, don't they? And and it's it's such a shame, you know. Yeah. Really feel sorry for them, and I think homeschooling is a, a brilliant idea, especially with the bullshit what schools tend to be teaching oh yeah for sure it's not and, uh, it's not it's not a good environment i think no not at all but um so i believe um after my whole blasphemy excursion is when i started to have um uh, sleep paralysis experiences Have you ever had sleep paralysis? I have, unfortunately, yes. Uh, I, I don't know what make of it, me, mate. Um, did you, like, was there something there? Did you just feel it? Uh, being held down. Well, it feels like you're being yeah. held down. You can't move. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it's so, what happened it's so to me. fucking, like weird and not not a good weird as well mm -hmm. yeah um but do, do you know just just before you, you carry on there then you mate, is, i think when people say sleep paralysis and they've got their their theories on it who really knows what it is yeah i mean some people at a medical condition how yeah. how do they know it's a medical condition exactly just like with um, 
you know, schizophrenia or any of this stuff. They can act like they know, but they don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know shit, man. And especially... Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no go on, mate. It's okay. I was just going to say, how, how, uh, how can they determine? It's like as if the, the judging... They're judging us by saying this and that, like that we're being labelled. I think yeah. that is it's a problem with most of uh, society. It's probably why society is so fucked. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, uh, it's it's also kind of like. Um, um, the people who get really spun out on meth and stuff, like, I, I believe that those people actually do see demons and stuff, just the way they behave and stuff, things like that. I've seen people like that wear rosaries and, around their necks and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that, um, like, I mean, something I've never ventured to myself, but like, like we're saying, like meth users, how are they, uh, and to see demons, and do you think they really do see um, like entities? They might as part as part like hallucination sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't say when it comes to that, but yeah. definitely when it comes to the psychedelics. Um, you definitely could see an entity or something you might not like. Yeah. I guess it's like, uh, depends on what state of mind they're in. And it, like, if they've been up for like hours and hours or days, even sometimes you hear, um, yeah. they're going to be knackered anyway and probably doesn't help things. No, not at all. I mean, I guess it's hard to say we're no experts, but um, yeah, it just seems like something more has to be going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. And um, the next dream I want to talk about before I switch over to more psychedelic stuff is... Yeah. Uh, I went on a trip with family to um, hike the Grand Canyon. Oh, what about that? Was, was that good? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it gets to like, I think, 115 there sometimes. So just a little bit cool. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's the um, dry heat, though. So that does make a difference. It's not like the super humid stuff which is uh, way worse oh like uh, like like when it's warm and it's like you don't feel it's warm but when it's windy as well that can be a killer that mate it's fucking oh, yeah. horrible when it's like that yeah it feels like you're it's an oven outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah um, that was just a Hiking the Grand Canyon was such a beautiful experience, and 
I want to do it again um, on my own sometime, but maybe that's not a good idea because um, <laughs> we know what happens at national parks. Oh, we do, mate. We do. Yes. Missing, Shout out to yeah, missing 411. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You sent me that today. So, yes. Uh, uh, let us know what you think of that book as well, mate. It's, uh, I'm impressed with it. I haven't, you know, I haven't actually read it, but I've not? seen, I've seen a, um, the movie, the documentary. Right. right. Yeah. It, that, that stuff's just disturbing. Yeah, it says, mate. Yeah. 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 yeah, God forbid something like that happens to oh, your yeah, young kid. Yeah, yeah, I know. You just don't know. Do you? You wouldn't know what's the thing. You'd just be thinking the worst one. You'd try and not think the worst, and oh, it would be horrible. Yeah, it would be horrible. Okay. But yeah, I um, I was like. Uh, out uh pacing everyone i was just i was just like a troop on this hike um we hiked seven miles to the base or bottom and we camped in tents we carried on our back we we're well equipped and stuff and then we hiked five miles up the next morning and um I just I just felt so um, blissful on the car ride to the back to the hotel after that, and um, that night I had this um, dream, but this dream felt so vivid and real, like it didn't even feel like I was uh, dreaming, but it couldn't have possibly happened. Um, so I, I was in the hotel, went to bed and all of a sudden I'm in my normal room and it's, um, it's really light out, uh, bright outside. And there's, I hear this soft feminine voice and I can feel it's in front of me, but I can't look at it. I know it's there, but I can't look at it. And starts telling me all this stuff and I can't remember most of it but what I do remember is she pulled out um, a card from a deck and it was uh, number 11 and there you know there is no number 11 in a uh, playing card deck but um, when she laid down this card that said 11 um, she said, through the number 11, you will become immortal. And then, through the uh, 11, you'll become immortal? Yeah. Mm. And I, I don't... Wonder, yeah. I, sorry, mate, I wonder what, um, what the significance is to that. Well, um, I mean, it got me... It certainly got me looking. I mean, I don't take that as being literally like I'm going to become immortal, but there, there's kind of like, I think, coded language when it comes to those dreams. It's not 
something you know you can take at face value yeah yes yes so um i started looking um for the significance of the number 11 kind of the some of the new age stuff and then um i looked at the biblical significance and then i uh th- then i stumbled on alistair crowley yeah because he had a lot to say about the number 11 as many know and that really just uh kind of drew me in in a way what what did you find from crowley and from his um, interpretation of the number 11 Can you hear me, mate? Vinny? Uh, can you hear me, mate? I'm not sure if you're talking, Vinny, but I can't hear. Um, just maybe try and mute your, mute your side and then unmute. That might work. Hello, mate. Hello, Vinny. Vinny? Hello. One sec. You there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. It just went quiet for a while. Sorry. I I didn't know what happened. I I just wanted to um, look up a quote um, about Um, the number by Alistair Crowley. Yeah, no problem, mate. No problem. As long as you're all right. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right. Don't worry about it, mate. But um, did you did you manage to find out? Um. Yeah. I, I, you won't hear me for a sec. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine, mate. That's fine. I, I can uh, I can imagine the would be. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to to listening to it as well. <laughs> Can't be something uh, a little bit off from Uncle Al. I can't, I can't <laughs> find it, so it's all uh, right. We'll, Don't worry about it. Just cast that aside. But um, <laughs> have you heard um, how people have tied Alistair Crowley to uh, 9/11? Do you know? Yes, I have. Um, I'm not. 100% on the, the, the details on it, but it, was it something to do with the flight numbers? Yeah, yeah, that, I, that was the part I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, in itself, mate, it's so, so bizarre that uh, it would link Crowley to Yeah, but um, I guess an example of 
you know about 11 11 make a wish yeah. yeah 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 i i think it just came to me i i just heard something i about how i think 11 is like the god number all right yeah super interested in it well uh, like numerology mate, it's such a, a fascinating topic and i'll be totally oh, yeah, honest sure. with you blows my fucking mind that stuff I mean, i've had uh, i don't know if you've heard some episodes with ron ron weed from the imaginarium of thought podcast you know i i heard him on ny uh page patriot show i think a while back yeah yeah it's been a while i i know it was good stuff but i'll have, i'll have to get uh listen to what you're talking about mate he's just incredible rob yeah it just I just get lost in it, me. I'll blow my hands up. It's it's just a subject where I, I can't get my fucking head around it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's just it's incredible. And yeah. the way that Ron the way that Ron explains it, it's just it's just mind melting, mate. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, yeah, yeah. I did a little good one with uh, Ron on uh, Mary Shelley, you know, Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking incredible episode. I'll have to check that out. Um, I love the Universal Movie Monsters. Yeah, mate. Um, I, I um, love horror. Um, from being a kid is yeah without doubt my favorite um uh, genre and films horror oh, and yeah. sci-fi horror yeah me too can't beat it mate can you what was that you can't beat it no no you can't beat it at all i mean i, I don't care what type of horror it is could be some demonic stuff some folk horror yes. a slasher yeah yeah love it all i think i'll tell you um, i know we're going slightly off topic here but while we're talking about films have you seen the adaptation of hp lovecraft's color out of space the the new one i come out a couple of years ago with nick oh, cage yeah. in it oh, oh yeah i love that it. is one of my favorite films of all time i think it's fucking incredible i've lost count how many times i've watched it that's that's understandable i mean that's kind of the way i feel about mandy too mate <sighs> yeah that's uh it's mint film that yeah i think personally i think that specifically those two films that came the the Arguably, his best films, I think. I think so, too. I mean, just because it's not um, something that's going to win an Oscar doesn't yeah. mean it's, you know, not it's, a valuable work. Yeah, it's more, it's more like, like for me, I think it's more like, I'd say, like more like a grindhouse type, like a, more of an underground horror, which I love yeah. anything like that. Have oh, yeah. you seen uh, Prisoners of the Ghost Man? No, I don't think I have. 
that's another one of Nick Cage one. Um, it's it's a bit a bit different, but it's, it's worth a watch. All right, I'll I'll have to check that out. Anything oh, yeah, with yeah, Nick one, Cage? Mate. Yeah. And another good one. Um, Fried Barrett, it's called. Sorry, could you repeat that one? Fried Barrett. Oh, Fried Berry. I've, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. I want to, though. It's a good one, mate. It's fucking brilliant. And yeah, another, another director, uh, Ryan Kruger. Ryan Kruger. I don't yeah. know if I've seen anything of his. That, that was his first full-length feature film, man. Oh, wow. I really didn't know you love director. it. You'll love it. But um, let's see, where was I at? Oh, yeah. Apologies for going off topic. No worries. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm I'm having a great time here. Mate, you're not all over the place, mate. This is it's brilliant. Thank you. You Appreciate know, and it's your first podcast as well, so. Yeah. But um, I'll just I'll just do our. I wrote down two quotes. And I'll just do them together. I was supposed yeah. to read uh, Stephen King's quote about uh, nightmares before the nightmare section, but I'll just do it now. Oh, so nice, Stephen King said, nightmares exist outside of logic and there's little fun. Yeah. You've gone. It's, there's no sound again, mate. Um, I'm sorry, mate. It's all. It's all right. I, think I bumped the power button, but did you hear all the quotes? <laughs> no, just a bit. <laughs> no, I didn't, okay. mate. Sorry. Apologies. All right. Like. Nightmares exist outside of logic, and there there's little fun to be had in explanations. They're antithetical to the poetry of fear. Nice. I like that. Yeah. I think that's very true. And yeah. um, are you aware that uh, Stephen King um, based a lot of his stories off of nightmares he had? I wasn't, no. Yeah. Um, I, like, I think he had a dream about an evil um, Ronald McDonald or so something like that. And that's where he came up with the idea with it? for it, yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. What do you think of um, the, the comparison to, I mean, I've not read the book. I know people have said, have you read the book? No, I've not read the fucking book. Yes. Right. I want to watch the film. I don't want right. to read the book. I want to watch the film. What do you think right. of the the original it and the, the new one? Um... I really liked the original, but um, the first adaptation of the new one I thought was pretty damn good. Uh, the The second part was uh, it was good, but it was a little too uh, CGI heavy in that second one. Yeah, a second. bit too. Would you say it was a bit too mainstream? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it did go there with the uh, killing the kids. I guess that's extreme enough. But other than that, it didn't really feel like uh, the it I read when I was uh, however old. Or, or well, so you have read, read the book. I have read the book, yeah. Oh, it might be a, a lot different, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, the book creeped me out the most. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's way different. Um, there's like, there's a scene where it is in the form of like a reptile creature. Um, a reptile? Yeah, but but it's supposed to be like creature from the Black Lagoon because um, it um, basically poses as like the universal movie monsters since that's what kids would be afraid of um, yeah. in the 50s or whatever. So like this, this reptile creature from the Black Lagoon thing, it... Um, it uh, one of the kids sees it, but it like chases it, chases the kid down and it sticks its nail into the neck of the kid and then just decapitates it with its claws. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I read that. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, from what I've heard, uh, there's, there's also parts in it where there's a bit of uh, wrong stuff happening. Yeah, that's been that's not in the film. I, I don't really, you know, I'm not really um, one for talking about that kind of shit. But you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I get you. But yeah, I, um, Stephen King, he's he's also one of those people where. If you read his stuff or even just watch enough of the film adaptations, it seems like um, Stephen King's world is a reality that's not very real, but it's like a mirror of our reality. Yeah, like, uh, like a bit like an alternative dimension. Yeah. And um, just kind of some of the aspects of his stories, it it almost kind of points to um, some something where like uh, Pennywise uh, isn't a clown or anything. He's just um, some like uh, I don't know how to explain it. He's like a star from space. Yes, he can present himself in any evil form or whatever to get fear out of his victims yeah like if he feeds off fear that kind of thing right and um kind of goes in line with what some people say where they kind of think you know the ufo phenomena the cryptid stuff all kind of goes uh hand in hand with each other that it's that it's a similar type of thing where something is yeah, masking yeah. itself as all these other things. 
expectation. Uh, why not? You know, I guess yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. Shape shifting. Yeah. Okay. And um, the quote I have about psychedelics, um, I don't know who this author is, but I just thought this was a very uh, accurate quote to describe the psychedelic phenomena. Yeah. One psychedelic trip can make you understand more about the nature of reality than thousands of thousands of people doing science. And that was Robert Cerner. Robert Cerner. I didn't get a chance to look him up, but. I'm not familiar with him, mate, but. Uh... Did you say Cerner? Uh, Cerner. Oh. R-N-E-R. But, um... I'll, I'll check him out, mate, when, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I could be someone running in the same circles as, um, like, Eld Eldest Huxley or all those types of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... When I talk about any of this stuff, whether it's, um, you know, um, my uh, rebellious past, you know, with Satanism or even psychedelics, yes. it's not something I would promote to people. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that, mate. And the reason being is uh, we're all different and we all see things differently. Yeah, totally. I, I think that's uh, a lot of people have got problems with psychedelics. When me personally, yeah. I, I don't see a problem with them at all. I think it's like yeah. anything it, in moderation. I don't see yeah. a problem with it. But yeah, totally. We all but, uh, we all react react to them differently as well. Yeah, like people where they say, "Well, you have a bad trip and, and all that." Yeah, you know, I, I'm not one for promoting drugs, but whenever I've had the psychedelics, I've never had a bad trip. Well, that's good. That means you were going about it in the right way. Yeah, maybe. Because, um, yeah, I think if you're gonna do this, that stuff, there's a level of uh, respect you should have for it. Yes. And that, that would be my only interest in it in the future is for uh, spiritual uh, development and, you know, healing. Yeah. But uh, when you're uh, dropping, dropping tabs of acid and or doing shrooms and uh, going to parties and stuff, you know, that's. That's not going to be fun. No. <laughs> no, it's um, it's completely different than than how we should. I think um, too many people as well can just throw you. 
and it's just not not the same environment. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I mean, I think um, it's good to have those experiences in a way so you can um, learn from it. But it's definitely something you can't just keep doing. And no, it's, it's a huge gamble. Yeah. And what what I see with uh, people my age is they do just kind of do this stuff recklessly and whatever else, and it's just it's just not ideal. Yeah, yeah, it's true that way. Also, uh, when, when, when sorry, man, go on. I was just oh, going to say, like, gonna... I can um, I can see where people like uh, Jan Irving are coming from in a way. Jan Irving? Yeah. Yes. I asked that Jan on uh, once. I'd love to have again, actually. Yeah. Like, I, I, could, I can see how... Um, something as powerful as psychedelic mushrooms could be used as sort of like, uh, you know, uh, a tool against the people, especially when you got some um, kind of wicked or weird shit going on. Yeah. Yes, mate. Have you read uh, Jan's books? No, I have not actually. I I would like to read them sometime, just because um, this is a subject I am so fascinated by. Yes, yeah, it's a fascinating subject, isn't it, mate? Yeah, and just the fact that now all of a sudden there's a push for it that doesn't seem all too genuine. Yes, I agree, mate. So, like, um, from, from, like, from your, your dreams, what we started off the episode with, mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your, your honest opinion of it all? Your take on it, what do you think? To be honest, um, I don't know if it's some sort of uh, foreshadowing or um, if it was just, you know, maybe something that wanted to scare me that's um, in this uh, dream state or whatever. Yeah. But um, I definitely think it's interesting, and I, I know some people don't really dream much, you know, or even uh, have, like, a voice in their head. You've got a point there, mate. Uh, I mean, yeah. the spells were, I don't, I don't get have dreams, and, and it's, um, it's weird, because, yeah, like, growing up, I used to have a lot more dreams than what I do now. A lot more. Yeah. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's part of uh, 
growing up or, or what, I don't know. I don't know yeah. why I don't have dreams. Yeah. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even like sleeping, mate. <laughs> I don't know either. It's it's so strange, you know, why why some people would have a lot of dreams, a lot of vivid dreams, and why others would not. Yeah. But um, so at this point, I I'd become. Uh, this was tenth grade at public school. Um, I'd become sort of interested in new age thought, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, what got me into psychedelics was um, I got, when I got hit by a car walking across the street. And basically what happened is I was walking home from school it was like negative 15 out. It was super cold. Um, yeah. We had one of those crosswalks where you push the button and it f- flashes so you can walk across. Right. So, that, I think that's a bit like the equivalent of like um, a Pelican Crossing week or Moria's Ever Crossing. Okay, yeah. I'm, I, w- I would think. But, um, yeah, so... You know, when that's flashing, all the cars are supposed to stop, let you cross. So I um, was halfway across the street. I stepped off the middle platform, and all of a sudden, um, I got hit by a car um, going, like, I think 25 miles an hour. And um, next thing I knew... I woke up with my head on the on the street and I I didn't know what was going on. I was so sh- I was so shook and then um yeah. I I thought you know maybe the uh car closer to the side the sidewalk uh the the, the car in the other lane was going to finish me off next. So I started crawling towards the curb and I sat in the yard and uh, people got up, out. They uh, called an ambulance for me and I was just freaking out, hyperventilating. And um, they told me, and I, I still don't believe this, it's just so shocking, but I apparently when I flew off the hood of that car, I went like 10 feet in the air and landed on my head. And thankfully, all I had was a broken uh, fibia, I think. Uh, like the small look, ball leg. Yeah, your luck is to just come off with that, mate. Uh, do you think yeah. 25 miles per people might oh, it's not fast. 25 mile an hour with a car is some fucking impact that yeah yeah i left uh, a giant dent in the car uh, on the hood of the car and it was, it was a big car it was some old lady she just didn't know what was going on uh, you know didn't see I the that messed her up a little bit that would have yeah, messed I, her head, that mate 
Yeah, when when all is said and done, I yeah, I feel bad for her. It's not like she was someone texting and driving or, you know, some ignorant teen. But um yeah, I I wouldn't say that was a near death experience, but something about it was just so uh, weird and off-putting and um, I like was in uh, in the hospital I was on the that you know they had me strapped up and stuff there gonna check me out make sure I was okay and yeah. as they're wheeling me around everywhere I just I thought I was already dead and I was in like purgatory or something and if at that moment it felt like um, my life was like the movie um, Jacob's Ladder, if you've ever seen it. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, it's another another classic film from its time, mate. Yeah. So I've watched it again now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. it um, I, I really love that movie. And it it does have a pretty happy ending too, so yeah, that's always good. Yeah, you're definitely going to be watching that one now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm eventually I returned to school. Um, I got uh, teased for walking with a cane, but even though it was just a small bone in my leg that was broken, I still just felt like I needed the cane for assistance so I didn't you know I didn't care what it, what anyone said yes mate and um yeah after that I they said I had acute PTSD but that uh that that implies temporary but I mean I think the culmination of all this, like, it did a number on me, you know? Yeah. And uh, going back to school was, it, it just felt so weird. I was so, I was so nervous and anxious. Um, so I, I hadn't been really doing a whole lot at this point, maybe. Um smoking some weed here or there, yeah. drinking or whatever. But I finally got to try, um, or I was offered LSD. And for whatever reason, it just felt um, right at the time. And I did have a wonderful experience with it. Um, kind of vibrant colors, couldn't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> felt like everything was going to be all right and that was probably one of my favorite trips and it, it just seems um when you uh do it to excess that um the whatever you're engaging with through the psychedelic just pushes you away or you know wants to uh, scare you at that point. Um, yeah. As Terrence McKenna said, um, 
once you hear the call, you can hang up the phone. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yeah, I think I think if anything, it's it's kind of on a level where you're actually showing true appreciation. Yeah. Of the psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um some uh, another one that was just kind of like a cool experience or whatever is I took it was probably my second time doing it. I just decided to lay on my bed and try to stare off and um I was just uh, laying there and it felt like I was going down this red tunnel that was layered with these blue crystals all over. And um, it, it was literally like uh, something people would make for like an EDM festival or something or almost yeah. made people uh, describe as these uh, tunnels with uh, magic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, a more strange occurrence, though, is um, I'd have some trips where I started to see these things that looked like they were um from south of the border you know like some ancient like aztec looking uh glyphs and stuff like that like i just yeah. i just saw stuff like that all over the walls it wasn't like it was just random stuff and then um i saw th these uh um feminine creatures but they were um they were like basically lizard people with red eyes and they, <laughs> these um naked lizard women were just stretched out all over the walls and like, <laughs> what the hell am i looking at here what what was the um what did you look like mate it just looked um it just looked very um kind of like a drawing or something and it looked like it was like being projected on the wall like it you know it wasn't a physical uh three-dimensional thing yeah but um yeah so that was that was pretty interesting um I talk about David Icke stuff <laughs> right there. Do, do you know something, Vinny? Right? Yeah. Maybe, excuse me, maybe it's just me, uh, but whenever I've psychedelics, I've, I've, I've never really seen um, an, an entity, so to speak. It's always been like yeah. colors or like shapes, uh, especially with. You know, the clouds of sky, that's um, yeah. quality to look at, especially in the day as well. 
uh, yeah. the colours what you see. But I've never seen like uh, like people that like clockwork elves or, or you know different entities. Yeah, I've not been that look that lucky, but I was you know I'd love to. Yeah, and um, I think um, I mean even I think amongst people who do that stuff, like I I would just talk about some of these things and they just be like what the fuck is this dude talking about yeah. I, i'm doing something completely different than him but this is it this is what i was saying before we all we all yeah. react to things differently because mm-hmm. we're all very even though we're all the same species well yeah. some of us are anyway <laughs> that was a joke like anybody uh it wasn't my intention to offend <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but no. um, yeah, we all we all respond. We all react to things differently. Yeah, totally. It's like you can, if you you have a smoke, you, you know, some people have whiteies, um, some people don't. Right. We're all very different. Yeah, exactly. And that's why. Um, individuals often uh, suffer nowadays because it's all about the group and the group think. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, I have some more stuff, but uh, I think, I think we melted their minds enough for now. <laughs> what we'll do, yes, right. Uh... <laughs> I loved it. Um, I'm loving it. And um, so I just, uh, just started just then, mate. Sorry. Um, we'll ask uh, you uh, part two of this, mate. Yeah, for sure. And um, I uh, definitely this will be kind of like the fire under my under my ass, so to speak, because um, I, I got I got tons of books, and um, especially with anything. Uh, movie related or Stephen King, I could probably come up with some interesting stuff for all of those topics also. Oh, mate, I, I would love uh, Stephen King, definitely. Uh, any, what you just, anything what you just said that would be uh, yeah. golden. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think and, he's, Stephen King's a fascinating individual. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, maybe next time we'll have to or I'll, I'll be on my laptop for the call, so we have less issues. All right, okay. Because yeah, um, yeah, sound, mate, sound. Whatever works best yeah. for you, mate. I'm good with. Yeah. Or um, can you like, could you call me through the Skype app next time? Because like, yeah, of course. Yeah, because I'm in. The, I'm you, in. A, are you, yeah, are you not on an app now? Because I've got. I have called I'm, you from Skype app. Yeah, I mean, you're calling me from Skype, but I'm in like a form of Skype on Twitter. Ah, right, I get you. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, then. Uh, if have you actually got a Skype account? Yeah, I do. I, I, I was. That's why I was kind of confused at first too, because usually, you know, it takes you to the app when you get the link, but it just had me. Um, kind of open up a Skype thing inside of Twitter. Yeah. 
Uh, what that is, mate, is I could send it you through Instagram as well, and it would be like their own um, mm-hmm. version of it, where you don't have to download anything. It's just like a, a direct link. Yeah. Uh, but if you give me your Skype handle, I can call you through Skype, if that would All be right. easier for you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll get it off you. When we stop recording, mate, I'll get all the details off you then. All right, sounds good. Um, nice Once time. again, General, thanks for having me on so much. Um, oh. I, I hope all you listeners out there enjoy this episode and didn't find it uh, too offensive to your sensibilities or anything. Yeah, I love that, but no. It, it will, they will, they will love it, mate. Um, quality, and I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah. When 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 our listeners come on, to me, it's, they're equally important um, guests than, uh, say, for example, an, an author. Um, you're all, everybody's welcome. Yeah, totally. I appreciate you. Uh, at the end of the day, you're all part of some conscious realms. Without you, I won't be doing this. Uh, well, thank you so much, and yeah, thank you. Keep up, keep up the good work too. I oh, nice one, mate. Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm fa- still learning, mate, and I'm trying my best. Yeah. I've been no, really sorry. No, continue, please, sir. Um, I'm getting really interested in Kenneth Grant. I'm part partly because of Alan Greenfield, but also. I've I've just heard a couple other podcasts about him and just sounds like some really crazy stuff that I like to uh, get into. I, you know? Yes, I, I I fully agree with you there, mate. The um, the Typhonian OTO is one of those just pure fascination to me. Yeah, but Al, Alan Greenfield, <laughs> he's yeah. Um, He's an incredible, phenomenal yeah. guest. What we've had on, he is, you know, just as a person as well. He's, yeah, uh, no, I, I can tell. He's a top, top dude. Well, I can't right, wait to speak to him again, actually. Uh, but, Vinny, before you go, mate, do you want to let mm-hmm. everybody know where they could get old if they want to ask you any questions? Oh, sure, sure, of course. Nice um, Cult of Ghoul. Um, K V L T O V G H O U L, and it's all it's all one word, no caps or anything. And um, yeah, and I think my Twitter's it's like ghoul ghoul man or something. Your Twitter is my one minute. It is uh, Ghoulman. Yeah. But your, your handle is at the K V L T O V G H O U L. Okay, so it's the same. Okay. Yes, yeah, same, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll add all that anyway, we need to uh, show notes. So they can just click all on right. your, for the, for the link. You'll just, you'll just go straight through to uh, But with uh, that, I'm, I'm made up. You've joined us i really am and i'm really looking forward to part two yeah me too you know see if you're available next weekend same time 
maybe. Yeah, for sure. Oh, nice one. All right, one, mate. Um, thanks again, mate. Um, I'm gonna stop yeah. recording now, but have a nice night. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, have a have a great night. Have a great weekend, also. Nice one, mate. Stay in Wonderland.